Welcome to another episode of How to Read the Bible. I'm your host, Nate Claiborne, and we're going to be talking today about some resources we can utilize for the book of 2 Corinthians. Uh, at New City, we've been preaching through 2 Corinthians for a couple months now, and we just went through chapter 10 uh, earlier this week. Um, so we're almost done. We'll finish it up at the end of May. But in our CBR, we just started 2 Corinthians last week. And so we've ended up spending a lot of time in 2 Corinthians over this spring. And it's, it's often a epistle of Paul that gets overlooked, maybe overshadowed by 1 Corinthians, um, certainly by Romans, Galatians, some of these other other parts of Paul's writings that we're more familiar with. And so I thought it would be helpful if we just talked through some of the things that you could utilize if you wanted to dig a little deeper into 2 Corinthians. And then I also want to highlight a resource that would be good not just for 2 Corinthians, but for all of our New Testament readings over the course of this year and in the coming years as well. So uh, if you listened to our uh, last resource episode, it was on the book of Jeremiah and some of the commentaries and insights and helps for that section of scripture. And so now we're dealing with a totally different section of scripture that usually we're a little more familiar with since it's in the New Testament and then also it's in Paul's writings. Um, but some of the same principles apply. So as we're reading through Second Corinthians, it's always going to be helpful to have some kind of study Bible or Bible dictionary. That's a resource that I didn't mention last time uh, that you could go to if you have questions. Um, even in our student community time together, we were spending time reading through Second Corinthians, and one of the students had a question uh, that I didn't necessarily know the answer to off the top of my head. And so I thought, well, this is a good time to model what you do if you've got questions about how to make sense of a passage of Scripture. And so if you remember the steps we talked about, you can compare translations. And so we can read um, we can read 2 Corinthians in the ESV, which is what we read in our services, or we could compare that with the NIV or the CSB or uh, KJV, NKJV, NASB. I know I'm just throwing letters out here at you, but all of the different Bible translations that are available to you, you could compare notes. And if that doesn't help you make sense of the passage, you can check a study Bible. We actually, in the course of our discussion, we checked a couple different study Bibles. Um, I was using my Logos Bible software that's on my iPad. That way I could flip from resource to resource rather quickly. Um, and we ended up not actually being able to answer the question because it was, as is sometimes the case, maybe often the case when something's really confusing, it was just one of those verses that the study Bible notes didn't talk about. They just sort of skipped the verse that we were trying to figure out in more detail. And so when that happens, my first recourse is to check a entry-level Bible commentary. And so I pulled up my 2 Corinthians commentaries, and the one that we ended up utilizing was on um, – it's in the Tyndale New Testament commentary series. I may have mentioned this Actually, I didn't mention this last time with Jeremiah, but it's a small, there's smaller paperback books that um, there's commentary on every book in the New Testament, every book in the Old Testament. And so I pulled up the one on 2 Corinthians. It's by an author named Colin Cruz. And we were able to look at what the passage said about that section of 2 Corinthians that we were trying to make sense of. And it ended up being, ended up being mostly helpful. It, it, there were some lingering questions afterwards. And if we wanted to explore it in more detail... Um, I would have jumped to one of my other Corinthians commentaries. I would recommend, along with that Tyndale New Testament commentary, um, 
I've been benefiting from reading through uh, the entry in the Story of God Bible Commentary series. It's by Judith Dial or Deal. Um, it's a newer series. They're, they haven't quite completed all the books on the New and Old Testament yet, but they're getting fairly close, I think. Um, and the way this commentary works is it gives a, you read the, it's got the passage of scripture at the beginning of it, and then it has some kind of introductory material uh, that helps orient you to what the passage is about. And then it goes into detail about sections of the passage of scripture. And then it ends with some insights for ways that there might be contemporary application. So it's it's very similar to the NIV application commentary that I mentioned in the Jeremiah episode, uh, but is a little bit more modern, a little newer, um, and just has a little bit more of an emphasis on seeing where this part of scripture that you're studying fits into the larger storyline of the Bible. So I found that very useful in my studies in 2 Corinthians as we've been preaching through it. And we've been studying it in our student community. Um, And then now we're going to be reading it in CBR for the next few weeks. Um, But today I wanted to also highlight, uh, sometimes it's helpful to not just have individual books on individual books of the Bible. So I I don't know how many of our listeners are going to be interested in buying a book on each of Paul's epistles as we're working our way through his letters here in the next few months. And so a different solution would be to get a Bible introduction Uh, There's Old Testament introductions, there are New Testament introductions, there are whole Bible introductions. And what these books usually are is they are big picture overviews of all the books of Scripture that kind of give you some of the details that we cover in our Bible introduction episodes in How to Read the Bible. Um, But they also will sometimes give a smaller survey that goes section by section through the parts of the book that you're reading. Uh, a lot of these books will have some introductory material that helps you understand how we got the Bible. Uh, the technical term for that would be manuscript transmission. Um, and then how we compare them would be textual criticism. But it just gives you a sense of where did the New Testament come from? How did it get put together? Uh, and then it goes book by book, introducing you to the different parts of the New Testament or the Old Testament. And so recently, I've been benefiting from looking through a book called Reading the New Testament as Christian Scripture, a Literary, Canonical, and Theological Survey. Um, And as these types of books go, it's on the smaller side, it's a little more compact and concise. And so I think for someone that has never gotten a book like this before, it might be a good place to start. And so if I'm flipping through here, I look at the, it's got the chapter on Second Corinthians. Uh, it gives you an overview of the book of Second Corinthians in about 10 pages. And it orients you to the nature of Paul's letter. Um, it illuminates some things that if you've been reading through Second Corinthians, you might already be aware of, and that Second Corinthians is actually Paul's fourth letter to the Corinthians. Um, and then what we call First Corinthians was his second letter. So it's a little confusing. They, the authors of this volume actually recommend using a letter system. So if we, le- if we use letters for Paul's letters, I know that might be a little confusing, but if we call it letter A, B, C, and D instead of letters 1, 2, 3, and 4, um, we know Paul wrote four letters, but we only have the second and the fourth ones, or letters B and D. Um, there's some theological questions you might have with that, and maybe we'll cover those in a later episode. Um, 
but it's helpful to just understand that Paul actually wrote the Corinthians quite frequently that we're aware of, and 2 Corinthians is his last known correspondence to them, and it's also coming later in Paul's ministry, which you can see based on uh, when it was written. Uh, but then as you're going through it, it just kind of goes section by section, and it, it says, uh, read Corinthians, Second Corinthians 1, 1 through 11, and then it's got a couple paragraphs kind of summarizing what's going on there. Uh, and it has lots of little helpful sidebars that are either historical matters, literary notes, um, canonical connections. So you might remember an episode where I talked with Mike Allen about some of the things going on in 2 Corinthians 3 and the references back to Moses. They've got a little sidebar on there that talks about Moses' veiled face. Um, they've got a couple others throughout Throughout the, the section here on 2 Corinthians, they talk about some theological issues. One of the ones they touch on is 2 Corinthians 5, 21, asking the question, Christ became sin, and kind of explaining what Paul might mean by what he says there in 2 Corinthians 5. Um, we're about to read, or we're going to have a sermon in a couple of weeks on 2 Corinthians 12, and that's where Paul mentions a third heaven and makes you wonder, well, what about the first and the second? That's also where Paul talks about his thorn in the flesh, uh, and the authors here have a couple sidebars explaining what those things are. So it's just a very useful, you could sit down and read it in 15, 20 minutes, ponder it, and it's going to answer most of the big picture picture questions that you would have about a book like Second Corinthians, it'll do that as well for the other books of the New Testament as you're reading through it. And there's also some interesting chapters at the beginning of the book that are not necessarily about any particular book of the Bible, but will just help orient readers from a literary perspective, which is a big thing that we've been doing here with how to read the Bible, as well as the canonical perspective, the connections among the parts of Scripture, and then the theological perspective, which is... Um, not just making sense of the literary historical elements of scripture, but the theological elements as well. So until next time, I am Nate Claiborne, and this has been another episode of How to Read the Bible.